You know, when people told me no, they're like, you can't do that. I'm like, that's bullshit. Mm -hmm. It can be done. Anything can be done. And, and I just... I have, I have like goosebumps right now. Uh. <laughs> I really do. memory you have where you realized that music was going to be your path in life. Can you remember an early memory like that? Yes. I remember, and my parents reinforced it, that as soon as I was like tall enough to like kind of get into I think around two, you know, when you're like the terrible twos and you're into the drawers and cabinets and I'm pulling out pots and pans and spoons and cardboard, anything I could get my hands on. Mm -hmm. Just playing drums like crazy. I, my poor parents, I, I drove them nuts. But that's that's my earliest recollection. I mean, I can see myself on the kitchen floor just wailing on everything. And that was age two? Yeah. Wow. Between two and three, yeah. So let me ask you this. Do you believe in past lives? I go back and forth with that one. Sometimes I'm like, look, when you die, you're done, or a, a pre or a past. I don't know, you know, it's weird because you know, there's other times where I have, I don't know, I have this weird attraction to to trees for some reason mm -hmm. and to birds. Every time I see a bird fly by, I'm always like, I wonder in a past life I was a bird because I have this fascination with flying. I just think it would be so cool to either come back as, or maybe I was a bird at one point. <laughs> <laughs> I just hang out with eating a, a human body. I don't know. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I go back and forth with that one. It's weird. I, I don't know. Okay. That's a wild question. Why? The reason I say that is because I believe that it's not a, an accident when children come into this life with certain predilections, whether it's like they're just really interested in something and there's no rhyme or reason for it, or they just have a certain God-given talent. And it hasn't even necessarily been developed yet, but I believe that it comes from somewhere else. Like, I believe your soul carries these things with it, or, like, you make a plan before you come here as to what your purpose is, what you want to accomplish. That's, that's wild. I know. You know, I think, I, I think about that, too, because, like, neither one of my parents were, I mean, my dad tootled around with playing drums in, like, a, in the marching band when he was little in school, but mm -hmm. not, he wasn't, like, musical. Mm-hmm. So not like I came from, you know, um, what do you call that? You know, a musical background. Generation or inherited some musical family trait. So yeah, that's that's pop, you know. Food for thought, right? I'll go. I'll go with that. <laughs> I was definitely put here to do this. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't. Nothing else really, you know, brings me that much joy or just makes me feel amazing. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. So let's talk about this album. It's interesting yeah. because. I listened to it several times, and it's funny. The first time I listened to it, I had to, like, recalibrate my expectations because I'm used to the work that you did with Motley Crue, right? So then I listened to it again a second time, and I'm like, wow, I really like this. Because, first of all, I love that you give a showcase to all of these up-and-coming artists, and I love that you worked with so many women on this album, like really talented women. Where did you that's, find them? That's so cool. And, you know, it's, it's weird because it wasn't – this record, so much of it just happened organically and authentically. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I didn't set out to make a record that was half male and half female energy. It's just, I love the female voice, that, that energy that it 
that it brings up. It can make you cry. It can make you feel sexy. It can make you so many things. Anyway, I keep like a collaboration list mm-hmm. of the people that I love. And I'm like, man, one day I, I got to do something with this person. So in writing, whether it was a male or female, I was writing these tracks that have like that needed that female energy on them. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I love that kind of music. I mean, I love all kinds of music, but you know, I'd be working on the song and I'd be like, oh my God, I know Push Push would just kill this song. Mm-hmm. And I've been following her for years. She's on my list of people to work with. So that's really, in a nutshell, kind of how it happened. The voice would come to me once the music started to come together. I'm like, oh, I know exactly who to do this with. So that's kind of how that worked. And okay. I ended up with just as many male and female tracks, hence the album title, Andro. I didn't have that either. That just sort of happened once I put it all together. I realized, whoa, this is really bizarre. Like, I've never, and hopefully that hasn't been done either. So, well, it kind of reminded me of like David Guetta's work because he's like sort of, um, he's the producer, but he features so many other artists, right? So, like, on these tracks, I mean, you're not a vocalist. I didn't really hear your vocals anywhere. Were there drums in certain songs? Yep, yep. Yeah, and I do sing, and I've sang on my on my previous solo records, but for this one, I just, I don't know why, I just wasn't focused on that. I was really focused on writing these killer songs mm-hmm. and then kind of leaving the rest of that up to, uh, you know, another artist. So Okay, because I did read that you said you allowed some of the singers to write their own lyrics, right? Yeah. So when um, you say write, can you describe the process? Uh, um, well, it'll... It's never the same, first of all. Okay. Um, it'll come to me, I'll hear a melody, mm-hmm. and, I, and I will. I'll just sing, like, you know, a basic melody just so I don't forget it and put it down as a scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it'll come with a drum beat that I'm hearing, and I'll just put down the drum. Sometimes a keyboard or a guitar part. It's never the same. Like, I don't have a method. Okay. You know, it's not like, okay, well, I start with this, then I do this, then I do this. It's always random, and I love it because it just comes in spurts all- you know, in different places. So, yeah, a lot of times a melody will come in my brain and I'll just grab my phone real quick so I don't forget it. There's nothing worse than having these incredible ideas, and I've done it so many times, where it's, I don't know, 3 in the morning, 2, 30, 3 in the morning, and you're like, oh, my God. No, you know what? This is so good. There's no way I could forget it. (laughs) And and just be like, just go back to bed. There's no way you're going to forget it. It's too amazing. Wake up and go. Oh my fucking god! I fuck! I forgot it. No, I I know exactly what you mean. I keep a notebook next to my bed, right? And I write down questions. Like if I'm going to do an interview, I keep a, a spiral notebook and a pen next to my bed because if I get like a really killer question that comes to me at three in the morning, there's no way I'm not writing that down because I'm going to forget. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes on the spot you'll be like, I can't even believe it. I forgot to ask one of the most important questions. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just, you know, you can't help it that that happens. And I think, like, especially if you're a perfectionist and you're hard on yourself. I don't know if you are, but. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Finishing a record for me is just like, it's like, I don't know, <laughs> putting a baby up for adoption or something. <laughs> it's like, I, I just, it takes forever for me to finally go, it's done. Right. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. That's really, really hard because really at the end of the day you can continue to keep making something better 
man, I've, I've, had, I've had to work with that in like, okay, no, this is super rad, Tommy, like, let it go. Um, but if I had the chance, I would just, I'd probably still be down in my studio. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Are you, um, I mean, I know that what people have seen, you look like an extrovert. You look like the life of the party, but are you like, are you an introvert? Are you just happy, you know, being alone in your studio? Like, is that your happy place? Totally my happy place. If I'm happy or sad, I will immediately head for the piano. Immediately, because that's one of the most beautiful instruments that gives you immediate gratification when you just start playing chords that sound beautiful to you. You're like, oh my God, listen to this. Like it all, it always makes me feel better. And yes, I do. Um, uh, you would you would assume that I'm like the crazy guy, and I can be. Mm-hmm. I really, I really dig. You know, I'm definitely introverted in many, many ways. Okay. Yeah. I got that vibe. Yeah. I picked that up. <laughs> um, what would you say is the greatest lesson you've ever learned, and how have you applied it in your life? So many mistakes and so many lessons learned. I mean, that's the, the beauty of life, isn't it? Yeah. Could even be a piece of advice, you know? Could be anything. Uh, well, that, this, uh, and, I, and I share it with my sons constantly because dude, I see it in so many young people, too. I always tell them, like, you know what? Be yourself. Everybody else is already taken. So many people... Um, especially now with the internet, they watch other people's lives and they try to emulate this or, oh, that's super rad. I need to have that because they have that. Everybody, it seems like, especially with the younger generation, is trying so hard to be somebody or be something that they're really, they're going the wrong direction, but Mm -hmm. that direction is inward. And I just, I always support that, you know, just being authentic and being yourself okay. because there's only one of you. You know what I'm saying? That's there's, true. There ain't two of you and there, that one is precious and just rock what your mama gave you, man. Like, this is it. Right. Yeah. And you, so you've passed that advice on to your sons? All the time. All the time. Because I see, I see it happen. I see it happen to them too. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they live in a very different uh, world than, than I did when I was their age, so um, and nobody really said uh, those kind of things to me. So it's cool. I think it's cool. It's cool advice. What do you think your career and your life would have been like if you went through every, like your whole life that you did, your whole career, but in the age of social media? Like, what, how do you think it would have played out differently? <laughs> oh That's a loaded God. question, right? Yeah, oh, it's so loaded. <laughs> I, tell, I tell people this all the time, and it is a fact, and it is a truth that we got away with, when I say murder, everything but the physical act of killing somebody. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you, we, you, we carried on and we, we did anything and everything that you could possibly imagine because there was no social media. People didn't, weren't carrying around a telephone with, that had a camera on it all the time. If you were going to take a picture of something, you had to like take a picture and go get it developed at the like the one hour photo place. And even that was never an hour; it was sometimes a day. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like um, the amount of the free for all before social media. You didn't have to worry about where you were, and oh my god, it's just going to show up on Instagram in four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, um, 
and that's a very different uh, you know lifestyle and, and I get a, a lot of younger fans that have watched the movie The Dirt mm-hmm. the, the Motley movie like man is that really what it was like then and I was like it's absolutely what it was like and a lot of them were like God I feel like I missed out on like something I'll never in my lifetime get to experience it was fucking crazy back then I'm like and I don't mean to sound like way back then like old or something that wasn't that long ago right but before cell phones and cameras and social media and it was a free-for-all I mean it was crazy well, it's, as, as crazy as this is to say to you, it was a more innocent time, right? <laughs> because... <laughs> totally. Yeah. Sounds I mean, weird, but... <laughs> you had to do something terrible to get into trouble. Yeah. You know, like, terrible, terrible. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Firstly, I want to thank Athletic Greens for sponsoring this podcast. Athletic Greens has a product called AG1 that I have been using literally every morning. When I start my morning with AG1 drink first thing before my coffee or my morning smoothie, it's a whole different ballgame. So I wake up in the morning. As soon as I get down to the kitchen, I put in a scoop of AG1 into my water. I stir it up. I drink it down. It's a few seconds out of my morning, and I just feel so much more energetic than I I did before. I get 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens all in one drink. I feel like I'm starting my day on the right foot. And it's a good feeling to know that you're starting your day by being kind to yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, and I respect their company values. Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. They also stay on the cutting edge of nutritional research, which is super important to me. AG1 is the single greatest thing you can do for your body in under six 60 seconds. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews. Again, it's athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Firstly, I want to thank Athletic Greens for sponsoring this podcast. Athletic Greens has a product called AG1 that I have been using literally every morning. When I start my morning with AG1 drink first thing before my coffee or my morning smoothie, it's a whole different ballgame. So I wake up in the morning. As soon as I get down to the kitchen, I put in a scoop of AG1 into my water. I stir it up. I drink it down. It's a few seconds out of my morning, and I just feel so much more energetic than I did before. I get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced ingredients, probiotics, and adaptogens all in one drink. I feel like I'm starting my day on the right foot, and it's a good feeling to know that you're starting your day by being kind to yourself. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's recommended by professional athletes, and I respect their company values. Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. They also stay on the cutting edge of nutritional research, which is super important to me. AG1 is the single greatest thing you can do for your body in under 60 seconds. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. 
All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews. Again, it's athleticgreens.com forward slash Allison Interviews to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let me ask you, do you feel like at this point in your career, you're looking to move more and more into breaking other artists and producing them and kind of being behind the scenes? Is that where you're at now? Yes, to answer your question, yes, but that's not sort of like my main objective. Like, uh, you know, I'll, I'll always write music. I love to go play. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to go do another tour with Motley, you know, next June. Hopefully everything is cool by then. Um, so I always like to play and I'll always love to be on stage and entertain people. I get insane amounts of joy from that. But at some point, and, and I've told myself this for years. At some point, if if I physically don't want to do that anymore, then yes, I. That's always been my uh, not Plan B, but my next move is to help others make their dreams become realities through through music. Um, mm. You know, and sort of I'll always have my paws on on music, whether I'm making it or playing it live or whatever. But, yeah, I really, I really like that, you know, and um, that's that's something that I do, I, I do get a lot of uh, uh, enjoyment from is is uh, is helping others make music because it's not easy to do, mm-hmm. um, um, and because I'm sure there's a lot of people out there going like, God, you know, I'm, I'm almost there. I don't quite, and I've done it so much where I I know exactly like, okay, hold on, let's let's go over here, let's let's get this part together. And then let's get, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I, I feel like, and that's my way of sort of giving back to the musical world. Well, would you ever teach a master class or a college course? Um, no, not so, not so technical like that. Okay. Just be, you know, uh, producing other, uh, you know, uh, records for other people. Yeah. And how are people reacting to Andro? Like it has a lot of the music. I mean, some of it has a metal sound. Some of it has a pop sound, which is kind of a departure for you. So how are people reacting to that? Your fans? Um, it, it's it's really cool. Um, everyone that I've talked to loves it. Uh, and you, of course, you have occasional haters who are like, "This is bullshit, man! It doesn't sound like Motley." <laughs> well, fuck, it's not Motley. <laughs> I mean, what are you even talking about when you say that? Like, think about what you just said. Right. It doesn't sound like Motley. Well, it, of course it doesn't, and. It's not like this is some new thing. I've been doing this since 2000 with Methods of Mayhem, which was my first sort of departure, uh, solo venture out into the world on my own. And I've been like cross-genre pounding, hybrid-making cool shit since 2000. Um, So I don't think it's a a big surprise to many people. Mm -hmm. Um, But So to answer your question, the majority of the people... Uh, are digging it, and the, here's something really cool: is I don't really end up in that world a lot. Um, in Australia, uh, the Andro record was number six uh, on the alternative charts. Oh, cool! Which is super cool. That's so really alternative cool. Alternative and pop are kind of the kind of the same. And man, that to me, that's cool. And I, I love pop music. I mean, I you know what? I love good music, and I don't care whether it's it's called pop because it's, it's popular. Right. Good. Yeah. Right? So um, it was really cool to to show up um, in such a hard, uh, high chart position 
um, in alternative where in Mali it's straight rock. Uh, what do they call that? Some sometimes it's called heritage rock, which is another. I never, I've never heard that. That's funny. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, <laughs> which is crazy. It's like what? How many? How many different versions and genres do we need to have? Can't, we just Can't it just be rock and roll, or just rock music, or just music? Yeah, yeah. I know that would be so cool because, and especially now, there's so many different flavors that are all really being combined. Where it's poppy, but it's got a hip hop vibe, mm-hmm. but, and there's guitars in it. So what does that make it rock? No, like it's just there's so many different styles and stuff. Now I just I try not to get caught up in it, man. You know what? At the end of the day, I, I just I just think good, you know, good music. Do you pray? And if so, who or what do you pray to? I am. I'm not religious. Although when I was young, um, I was you know Greek Orthodox, mm-hmm. and my mom was very very religious. So I do have that experience. You know, when I was younger, going to Greek church and stuff like that. Um, but since then, I've moved on to practice a, a little Buddhism um, and just I don't I don't really pray to anything I, I believe in something much bigger than, than than any of us which is the universe and so therefore I to answer your question I'm not religious but I am spiritual yes. okay is that kind of like what connects you to because I know you're also an animal lover is that kind of what connects you to like trees, animals, because it's that feeling of connection kind of. Yes. Yes. I, I, I definitely, you know, I, I love all that stuff. And, and that, that's just a, another piece of evidence that, that there is so much beauty out in the, out in the world and, and the universe has provided all this. We get to enjoy all this. And I, I just, I have nothing but um, love and respect for, you know, animals and plants and our planet. Yeah. What is still on your bucket list? Ooh. I can't imagine, but like, is there, is there something? <laughs> okay. Are you familiar with, they're called squirrel suits. You see those guys that fly in those suits? Like, it's like they got like wings. If they open up, it's like a, like a fabric here. And then there's fabric between their legs. Have you ever seen them fly? No. What? I mean, like people who put them on and. Yes. People put on, it's, it's called a squirrel suit. They put on the suit. Uh-huh. If, you were to, if you were to open your hands like this, there'd be like this webbed fabric, and they fly, they jump. It's incredible, and it's and that's with me going back to my like maybe pre or you know. Uh, <laughs> you don't know the lingo. You're you're pre life, before life, whatever. I'm like I'm going <laughs> to be a fucking bird one day. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I, I love that. That's on my list, and I am going to do it. And I'm just kind of waiting for the right time to do that because it's not like you just go up and jump off, you know, the Swiss Alps and just go to do it. You have to go through those. The training is incredible. And there's a guy that flies for Red Bull uh, that has offered to help me. So, um, so there's tons of skydiving, which I've already done. Mm-hmm. There's more skydiving, base jumping, where you basically run off of the top of a building and you jump, but you have the chute in your hand. And you throw the shoot out, and poof, it opens up, and you come down. So it's a lot of base jumps, uh, skydiving, eventually skydiving on your own. And then you, you can start to train for, um, for you know, the, the flying suit. 
Uh, that's on wow. your list. I have to do that. I have to do that. Wow. So you're not a fearful guy. Like you're 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 pretty brave. Wow. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm all about it. Like the more I'm such a fucking thrill seeker. I can't stand it like that. And I also want to do. Um, there's a school you can go to. It's three days. Two days in the classroom, and then the third day you're strapped into an alcohol burning funny car doing 320 miles an hour. What is that like? Wow. What is going by? And in three seconds, I mean, the G forces, I've already been upside down in the plane. Like, I've done a lot of shit already, but I got some things left on my list. Okay. All right. What do you think you came into this life as Tommy Lee to learn? And what do you think you came here to teach? Whoa, dude, you asked some heavy questions. Yeah. Man, that's a serious one. Obviously, I came here to learn a lot because I had learned a lot. And you can't do that unless you have some years here on the planet. Mm-hmm. So I've learned a lot. Of I feel like I came here to, to learn. Is there a theme where it's like, you know what, this thing kept coming up over and over again, and I finally mastered it, and I realized, like, this is one of the things I was here to learn, something like that? Well, that might fall under the music category, because, like I said, at a really early age, I don't know many people at that that age that started. It's usually a little later when you're a kid taking dance lessons or piano lessons. You're usually, I don't know, six, five, six, Mm -hmm. seven, maybe. Um, so definitely in, in the music world. And what's, what's that second part of your question? And what do you think you're here to teach? Like, what do you think? I mean, you know, you, you have a public platform. So what do you think at your best you're here to teach people? Since a lot of people have witnessed your career and parts of your life and everything, like, or even just the people that are in your personal life, you know? I, you know, this is a big one. I think here to teach and enforce the power of yourself, like the, the be careful what you wish for stuff, because there's been many things that I've set out to do and people told me no, mm-hmm. and I, I just know is not an option for me. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's just like, and I say be careful what you wish for, because I remember sitting, up, you know, on the corner of my bed, you know, just like, I, one day I'm going to, I'm going to be, I'm going to, play drums upside down, flying around in a roller coaster, and I've done it. You know, when people told me no, they're like, you can't do that. I'm like, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Anything can be done. And, and I just, I guess that's... I have, I have like, goosebumps right now. Uh, <laughs> I really do. I love that. Oh, uh, that's cool. And, and, that's, and that's the truth. I can't even tell you how many people went, dude, you, you can't do that. I'm like, who says we can't? Right. I mean, yes, you know, the application is extremely difficult, but I know it can be done. Jesus Christ. Like, um, I guess that would be to just not accept. I just have no be, uh, not even be an option. That would be, uh, that would be cool. That's kind of, that's where I've been. I think that's what I'm kind of leaving in my wake. You know, it's like, hey, it can't be done. It can be. I love it. That is it, that is like the most awesome way to end an interview. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much, Tommy. This was really great. Allison, it was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you for some fun questions, too. That's super rad. Wow. Well, maybe that's what I'm supposed to be. I've taught you to get you to think about some of these things, right? 
you know what? And I'm going to go away thinking about that, and I'm going to be like, shit, I should have told her. Like, it'll be after the fact, right? Yeah. No, but I think I think that was awesome. That was so awesome. So thank, thank you. you so much. I love the album, and best of luck with everything. It was a pleasure, Allison. Thank you. Pleasure. Have a good one.